0: New days, introducing the original Bloodclad podcast not clear. Soothing semantic. Special dedication all the way from New York. Boom. Yeah, man. S-double-O-T semantic. Yeah, man. Oh. Boom. Soothing Semantics. Yeah, man. Oh. Big ups to the man. Soothing semantic. On another
1: episode of the Soothing Semantics podcast, I'm your host Rafi Pinsky. Make sure to subscribe, like, share. Make sure to record your videos when you when you uh, host an episode. And today, today we have Michael Sartain on the podcast. Welcome, thank you for coming. Hey, what's going on, man? Absolutely, bro. This is the the, the second go around. Yeah. So, um, yes, Mike is a former captain in the U.S. Air Force. He has a show called the Michael Sartain Podcast. He, well, we're going to talk about everything else you do with stocks and, and everything like that. He has a mentorship program as well. So I'm going to post all the links. Um, so before, when we initially started this podcast beforehand, a few minutes ago, when I didn't have a recorded, you were going into your your upbringing.
0: Yeah. So uh, I grew up in East Dallas. Um and, uh, you know, D- Dallas is a segregated city. It's kind of like Atlanta in that way a little bit, or, uh, sometimes like Jackson, Mississippi, it's really segregated. So it, it, there's a, I grew up North of Swiss Avenue and I went to high school South of Swiss Avenue. So I went to, uh, I grew up in the pretty nice neighborhood. I went to a Baptist church, uh, you know, uh, with my family We live near Highland park. And then I would go to high school and it was just, it was just gang bangers and uh, we were the first high school with, with metal detectors. There were probably, I want to say there were four shootings while I was there, uh, in the nineties, my best friend was shot several times. I have several wow. friends still, still in jail for, for selling, for selling crack. And I remember I'd come back home and I would tell my parents, I was like, you know, I saw somebody get shot today and, or, or, you know, my best, you remember my best friend, he got shot. They just didn't believe me because it's, it's really weird how you can just be a couple of streets off. In Dallas and you're in a completely different area. And I don't think my my parents, until maybe I was a senior. I don't think they really understood like where I was going to high school. I was just gang initiations and how fucking crazy it was. I think we had a graduation rate below 15%. I think that's right. I think we had 1500 students. Below 15% graduation rate. Yeah. I think think it was below 15% uh, at the time because it was uh, the majority of the students were ESL, English second language. I remember we barely had enough passing grades to field a football team. We were a 5A school in tech or 4A school in Texas with 17 members on a, on a varsity football team. That's impossible. Like that's not even, that's not even imaginable. Um, And so, you know, it was just, it's funny because I remember growing up and seeing like 90210 or what's it say by the bell. And I was like, and I remember just thinking like, this is what high school is like for you guys. Like we, I go to high school and and it's not that I was afraid because I was a bigger kid but i i just remember like there was no chance that i would you're ever going to let your guard down in high school like you were always ready for some crazy shit to go down right one, Well, mike did kid. you but but did you grow up on a better on a
1: better side
0: because you said it was yeah. segregated so, so why yeah, did you yeah. end so, up in that school why did you so, end up so, in that so, school so 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 if you if you see a map of east dallas so if just let's just take the east side of dallas far east out of dallas is garland that's where my family lives now we, they used to live in east dallas so it goes Garland. When you come inside of East Dallas, just the east side of the city, there's like Brian Adams high school, which is a, like a five a school. And then, in, then there's white rock, white rock lake. And then to the west of white rock lake is Woodrow Wilson. That's where Lakewood, that area north of that is Lake Highlands. That's Pearson independent school, or I'm sorry, uh, Plano independent school district. And then w- west of that is Highland park. That's the wealthiest neighborhood in maybe like top 10 wealthiest neighborhoods in America. Uh, but just, uh, I'm not even four miles south of that. You were in a crack infested ghetto. Like it, it's really, it, I, I just I can't even explain. I, I don't know. The, like I'm sure there are other cities that are like Dallas. I like, actually I know what that's like to some degree. I grew up in Brooklyn. So I'm okay. Um, I grew there you up, go. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have that
1: very commonly. You have certain oh, neighborhoods that are very yeah. nice. You step one block over and it's absolute shit. Yeah.
0: So, so the other thing you have to understand yeah. is like, this is, uh, I'm going to high school from 92 to 96. So this is the middle of the middle of the crack epidemic and it's mostly Southern cities where this is happening. So this is San Diego. This is happening. So Matamoros is where they're, they're smuggling drugs over the border in Mexico. So Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, like Baton Rouge was a, was terrible, bro. It was super dangerous. Dallas was really bad. At one point, I want to say like, I want to say like 90 91 oak cliff was probably one of the highest murder rates in the entire country and again a lot of people don't know this because like they just think of like detroit and baltimore being terrible but Dallas, yeah well they think about it like that but but during the crack epidemic it was a lot of southern u.s cities that were infested because that's where the the, they were coming up through the border and you had all this this product moving through there i had a lot of i have a friend of mine that i went to high school with he got out of jail 34 four months ago. Dude, well, I'm 42 years old. He went to jail for 10 years for, for possession. And like, and a lot of people, and I never, I really never talk about this part of my, my life, but it was like one of these situations where I would literally see, I would go to high school in like fucking Beirut and I would come home and I would just, I don't know, try to tell my parents, I'm like, I can't believe you're letting me go to this high school. Like, I remember because I didn't learn anything. Like, we'd we be sitting there, they would pass out the answers to the exams, all this kind of shit. And then like, it was like, we've had the football team, we'd have fights every day. And it was just like, they weren't productive fights. It wasn't like, you know, I've knocked, you know, a late hit type of fight. Anything it just fights for no fucking reason. And it was just, it was just a very different experience. And then when I went to college, um, when I graduated from high school, I was like 35th in my class or something like that. I didn't try at all. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think we graduated. So Woodrow Wilson, up to that point, I don't think had not gra- had not graduated 100 students in one class in something like 20 or 30 years, something like that. And we we are a 1500 school person school. Uh, our vice principal, our vice principal went to prison. I do remember that. And then also, I, be- I believe the Hello. superintendent of the of the D.I.S.D. also went to prison during the time Wait, I was what? there, too. Uh, embezzlement, embezzlement. Embezzlement. Yeah, yeah, you guys can probably look that up. There's probably more details of that, but I know our vice principal did go to prison. So uh-huh. it was just like it was like people just don't like they just don't understand. I remember telling my mom that my best friend was shot, and it just I don't know Shit. if it ever like read. I don't think it ever registered with her that what what was going on. My brother went to Booker T. Washington, which is a it was an arts magnet school. So it was like I was learning how to like dodge crack dealers, and he was he was learning how to roll blunts because that's what you learn at the arts magnet. You learn how to roll roll blunts. Uh, uh-huh. I used to joke with him all the time, except it's not, I wasn't joking, like for real, like he, he smoked a lot of weed out there. So um, now, so, you know, when I got, I got accepted to UT Austin, you know, I, I was, I knew I was smart. I just like, nobody challenged me in high school. When I went to Texas, bro, I was on academic probation after the first semester because I didn't know how to study. I didn't know what studying oh. meant. I didn't know what that, well, I remember when I got a tutor and I was just scared shitless about being like the idea that do their PhDs and in, in, like, mds in my family the idea of me not making through college wasn't even a, like a possibility so i started right. my ass off my second semester and then i ended up um you know four years there I, and the other thing that was kind of weird for me is that i was used to such a multi-racial environment in high school that when i went to ut austin it was just nothing but white people there and so and i didn't mind all, that. all white people it, yeah it's ut austin the vast majority is white so i it's it wasn't that like i didn't mind it or whatever but i found an all-black christian fraternity and i joined it and I just to have like just some different culture in my life, just some, you know what I'm saying? And so it was, um, and, uh, and I was, you know, I was heavy in the church back then too. Uh, so, you know, I, I went and I did that in, uh, so four years at Texas. And when I graduated from college, uh, I was working the door at a nightclub uh, like my last, last year. So this would have been 2000, this is the millennium, like Y2K. I, I watched it happen while I was working at this nightclub. And then MCI WorldCom and Enron go out of business. The dot-com crash happens around the same time. Like we're in a couple of years of each other. So when I graduate from college, there are no jobs, period, nothing. And I'm working at this, I'm working at this nightclub and there's one of the, the bartenders. She's this gorgeous, gorgeous bartender with like the, like, like fucking icy blue eyes. Look like Liv Tyler, like just so fucking pretty. And she, um, She's getting her PhD in in uh, uh, pathology. You know, what's it called? Forensic pathology. She was going to go. Well, right, you know, it's please. funny from yeah. the Bradley podcast. You you
1: had this. You you told the same story, and yeah. it, t- it took you this. To, you, you forgot exactly what you did, and you got it back.
0: Yeah, it was a fr- forensic uh, pathology. Yeah. So she, she's like, "Hey, I, I'm stripping to pay for my PhD." So I was like, "Really?" She's like, where, "Where are you?" Where she goes, I strip over at expose expose is gone now. They went out of out of business for like, in, you know, not paying their taxes or whatever, and uh and he goes, she goes, they need a DJ. Would you want to come up and apply to be a DJ? So I go up there and they don't like, they're like, no, like the first couple minutes I'm there. They're like, there's no way this is not going to work. And then by the end of the hour, they they give me the job. Like I just kind of figured out what the pattern was. But you knew how to DJ (sighs) at that point to some degree. No, if you're a DJ at a strip club, there's no DJing. You just talk on the microphone for eight hours. It's like, it was kind of like, yeah, it was kind of like the perfect job for what I do now. Uh, because you have to, I have to talk and be original extemporaneous for, for, for eight hours. And so that's what I did on the microphone at, for four years uh, as a DJ at a strip club. And I was getting paid all in cash. <sighs> and while I was there, um, that was probably the first time I remember working at the strip club. Oh, by the way, uh, you've seen the show, The Pickup Artist with, you know, Mystery and Matador and those, you know what I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about, The Pickup Artist, but I haven't seen, I haven't, I read, I, I read uh, what's that book holding in the game yeah, mystery yeah. you're talking about so, so that's the same guy yeah. so so this is the same mystery Well, anyway, so he had a okay. show on VH1 called The Pickup Artist when I had joined the military they filmed the first season of The Pickup Artist in Austin oh. and the and one of the last things that the guys had to do on the show was go pick up a girl at a strip club what well, was my strip club that I used to work at but when I watched the episode I was I was in I was living in Georgia at this point because, or was I, yeah, I think I was living in Georgia at this point because I had already, you know, shipped out to the military. So it was the same place. But anyway, so, so when I'm working at the strip club, this is the first point where I'm in the locker room and I'm listening to people talk. And this is where, like, the very real realization of, like, an individual, a beautiful woman says she wants one thing and then completely does something else. This is the first <laughs> place where I see this. And I see it all the time. I see it over and over every day. The most beautiful, and it's like the more beautiful they were, like the more bullshit they would tolerate or like the more horrific or fucking Machiavellian or toxic their boyfriends would be. We didn't have the word toxic back then. We didn't call Oh, there's so much to unpack here,
1: bro. I can't yeah. wait
0: to, to get into this. Okay. Yeah. So, so I remember watching, I just remember like, this is the first time I'd ever really seen a woman be a victim of domestic abuse and I saw some crazy stuff. I remember we, you know, I have to search lockers sometimes at the club and they we we find drugs in there and have to kick girls out. And it was just one of these situations where like I I couldn't find a job, you know. I was but, I know, but aren't job. most of the aren't most of the strippers
1: doing shit. As long as you don't find it, it doesn't matter, I guess. But you know most of them are on shit, probably.
0: Uh, on no, drugs? No, no, I don't think no, not not a large. Not at I, least would say, coke. I would say I would say on a regular basis. No, I would say on a regular basis, a little less than half are drunk, and the rest of them were completely sober. I say most of them don't do, but do coke? No, not, they wouldn't do coke while I'm, they're working at, at expose in Texas during the daytime. Not, not, not. I don't like, know. Yeah, I don't know enough about it,
1: so I can't. Yeah, I mean, a lot,
0: a lot, of time. Yeah, a lot of times there's like this very reductive belief because I'm sure, like I know the game in New York is very different in very, because you guys have a lot more of like hardcore human trafficking issues. Like, let me hold on to your passport type of shit. Girl came, comes over and like that kind of stuff is way more prevalent there than it was in Texas. We don't have a lot of Interesting. that. We don't have a lot of that type of human trafficking in a strip club now across the border. Yes. And cause I, I do a lot of work with human trafficking charity. So this is something that I like, awesome. I look into a lot. Uh, but but in New York, up in the Northeast, it is a big thing. You know, the, the Russian girl working at the strip club who who basically has a pimp, that kind of thing is bigger there. So like, I think it might be different. Maybe those girls are doing coke all the time. I don't know. But where I worked, there would be a couple girls that would do coke, but I'm, I, it wasn't even 10% of them that were doing it on a regular uh-huh. basis. You really can't, You, it's really hard to make it like that. You know what I'm saying? To make it, to do a job like that for that long in that place. Here's the other thing. There are some places I've been to where like, a lot of the girls who dance are also like hooking on the side. Not, Not where I worked. It definitely not, in Vegas, not so much because the girls make too much money. Now, in some other places I've been, like in Los Angeles, hell yes, they are. Yeah, for sure. But it just depends on like where you go. So that's why I always like kind of warn people People think people, there's a real big misconception with me. People think because I know a lot of people who are only fans or girls that strip that I endorse it. I don't like, if you can't do it, don't do it. Like, I don't recommend this for everyone. I think it's, it's problematic for a lot of people. Just think about like an oncologist might study cancer. That doesn't mean he endorses cancer, right? Or a historian might, a pathologist might study the Spanish flu. That doesn't mean he endorses the Spanish flu. It's just, he's something he wants to study. So for me, it was a situation where I just like, I watched this, this whole thing and it was like I could very quickly suss out toxic situations and I could see like whenever well, it's a bit I do needed- a different example, it's a bit of a different example, Mike, like
1: you're, you're, you're discussing you being friends with people who have an only fans, which is perfectly fucking fine. Yeah. But, if so, but you're not trying to go against their only fans. Yeah, I'm not trying to go. When, in, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm when saying when you have I'm a neutral. doctor, when you have a doctor trying to cure cancer, he's yeah. in clear opposition to the cancer.
0: Correct. Yeah. No. But I hear, yeah, I hear the premise of what you're saying. Okay. So so clear clear opposition. Okay. Well, here, here we get ready. I'm a I'm an astrophysicist. I'm not in opposition to a black hole, but I know what one is. I also know it would kill all of us. Right. So it's just I don't have I. When an astrophysicist studies black holes, there is no moral judgment. That's how I look at only same kind of thing. That, you, now I see why you're an astrophysicist. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I, yeah, in college, <laughs> I studied, when I in college I studied I studied astronomy uh, as a minor. Now I couldn't get a minor technically because the business school at UT also would not let me get a minor, even though I had enough hours for it. So I, you know, I was, it was that was really my passion. Honestly, I kind of thought about switching uh, degrees, but I thought oh, I'll make so much more money getting a business degree, and that was stupid because that didn't happen. So oh, dude, didn't, um to do shit. I had that one yeah. too. <laughs> so so four years, so four years there. And then that's when I started working at the strip club, that was the first time where I started going out with girls on a regular basis. Like girls would have a birthday party and I would go out with five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten girls. And it wasn't here's the other thing. It was very much high school all, all over again. The girls at one strip club didn't always fuck with the girls at the other strip club, but I did. So like a lot of times I'd be going out to a club and I'd have girls from like every strip club hanging out with me. Uh you know, I, when when we would go out, just because I knew them all, and this was the first time I noticed, it was like, oh, when I do this, I get in everywhere. Everybody wants to get know my name. Everybody's asking me for shit. It just it was a very uh, very interesting time. You were getting paid for this at this point. You were still working. At no, I was just I, no no. I was just like, so I was working at the strip club, and then like at night, I would go out and I would hit up the girls, and be like, you guys want to go somewhere, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they all, they just never felt threatened, so I would just take out big groups of girls with me all the time. But you enjoy. Whatever. Did you did you often go with other guys? Would guy would your buddies meet up with you? Bro, this is this is yeah, this has always been an issue for me. Like I had two guy friends that I mainly went out with. One of them was one of the most violent men I have ever met in my entire life. This guy's gotten fistfights every time. He's he worked on an oil derrick. And I the can't other one stand was, going
1: out with people like that, bro. It's yeah. a fucking pain in the ass. The
0: other the other guy was he played a nose guard at Baylor and he was he's probably 6'1", 300. Uh, He had, he he was like, he could bench 500 and he and I would would do jujitsu together. We would go out and I couldn't get in a fight if I wanted to. Like these guys were so, they were so crazy for any of you. And I know this is a really hard example, but anybody who knows about growing up in Texas in the nineties, everyone was on steroids. Everyone was on steroids. Like it was you would go out in Austin and every bouncer was fucking this massive, like, Tremblone-filled, greasy-ass, balding motherfucker who was ready to fight every night. It was crazy back then. Like, it was way worse then than, than it is now because dudes didn't even know what they were doing back then. And, like, it was, it was nuts. So, you know, I would just – I would go out and it would be, like, me. It would be, like, my buddy Philip, my buddy Troy, my buddy Dion, and then, like, seven or eight girls. Right. Or 20 girls, something like that. That was just kind of a, a thing that I would, I would do on a regular basis. And I would go to the other strip clubs and I would go to the other nightclubs. And I would just do this for free because one of the things I wanted to do was get people to come to my strip club because it was more fun for me when I was making money and when people came out there. But, the, you know, I did that for a couple of years and then I, I saw 9-11 happen. And then that's when I joined, decided to join the military. I wasn't expecting a pause there. I thought that there's, there's yeah. a lot more to say. Yeah, so so yeah, <laughs> you've got so, interrupted,
1: bro. You keep going. So Someone's so like- so yeah, I, I watched
0: 911 happen while I was at the club, and then um, I applied. I had two frat brothers who had already joined. One was a Navy. Uh, uh, he was a Navy 130 pilot, and then the other guy was uh, EA6B navigator for the for the Marine Corps. So I joined the Air Force. I was originally going to join the Marine Corps, but they didn't have any more officer slots. So I joined the Air Force as a I asked to be an Intel officer because I don't really like flying, but but I scored really high on the nav uh, pilot section. So they made me a navigator. So I was a KC-135 instructor navigator. Uh, and I did that for like seven years, but I lived in like, these aren't austere places, but to me, they were austere. Warner Robins, Georgia and Wichita, Kansas. I mean, just like, I mean, Kansas is, is kind of Kansas is pretty bumblefuck, but, you know, where, where fun goes to die, bro. That's right.
1: <laughs> the only thing it you do like, there
0: is go, you go cow tipping with some girl named Sally that you've met. bro. At. bro it, it, that's where fun. like And I just remember like going from Austin, working in a strip club to like living in Wichita. I just remember being like, this is crazy, man. It was just a very different experience. But that's when social media also started, you know, oh, five is about this time I'm, I, I joined the military. I'm in oh five. I just get I went through survival school and I was uh, stationed at Altus, Oklahoma, which is, by the way, the most boring, the most two most boring places in all of the United States are Altus, Oklahoma and Clovis, New Mexico. Like there's nothing, nothing. Even if you're in Wyoming, it's pretty. There's nothing pretty in Altus, Oklahoma. There's just tarantulas and fucking cobras or fucking snakes. There's nothing out there. So no, I know there's there. no no scenic view, nothing. It's just flat. Bro, you could you could stand on a can and you could see all the way to Oklahoma City. There's nothing. It's flat as shit. Right. So, so, you know, I'm sitting there. Uh, I remember I was in Oklahoma. It's really funny. I was so bored. Uh, I remember I became like top 300 in the world at Madden. Like I was, I was playing in Madden tournaments online. This is when you first start playing online on Madden and I would play, this is, and there were, and I'm not trying to say I was great. There were exploits. You could like look up these like cheat ways to like, you know, nano blitzes and stuff. And I would just sit there and do that shit all day. Like it was, it was a crazy time for me, but that's when I discovered Friendster. And then that's when I discovered Facebook or MySpace, MySpace back in 05. Friendster. Friendster. And then I don't even know if I was a real, well, what year was yeah, it? 5 2005. I was a little, I was a little, I was a little nothing at that age. What was I? Yeah. 12, 13. Yeah. 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 I was 20. I was 28. So, so I was, uh, you know, I was learning, you know, I was sitting there. Tra- I Again, I was worried because I knew, you know, in the back of my mind, I have to, um, I have to become a, a better officer and become a better flyer because I'm going to get deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan. So I knew I mm-hmm. had to like focus on that, but any kind of free time I had, I would just stay, stay at home and play video games. That was it. Right. So that was an interesting time. I kind of saw that there's one that like the lesson there was at some point, I don't care what self-improvement you do. You kind of have to be near the shit. If you just keep moving further and further away from the shit, it's just going to get harder. It's like the guy who lives in Connecticut and goes, tries to pick up girls in the meatpacking district. At some point you got to go home somehow And, but you're so fucking far away that like, no matter what happens, you look like a serial killer trying to drag them home. Like at some point, like, like I, I live on the strip. Like I live like right next to me. I could take a football and hit the Aria. That's how close I live to the strip. I wish I lived closer. I can watch the F1 race that's coming from my balcony. Like, that's how close I want to live to the strip. And like, for a lot of people, they're like, well, they get into a relationship. And then the girl's like, well, let's go look at all this space. Let's move out to the suburbs. So You want to live closer. You want to live in it. I want to live in the middle of the middle of the shit, bro. I want to live in Diné. I want to live in the DMZ, bro. I want to get oh, shot at every day. I want to live in the middle of the shit, bro. Well, dude, like, when when a, when a woman gets
1: into a relationship with somebody that lives in the center of the shit in the, in the fucking party, naturally, what does she want to do? She wants to yeah. take him away from all of it and say, hey, sweetheart, get the
0: fuck away from all this pussy. Yeah. Let's. Let's live in a cul-de-sac in suburbia. Yeah. So so know. it's gonna be it's gonna be a cul-de-sac in Summerlin or Henderson out here. And it like the further out you get, the more land, the more acres you get for the dogs. And there's there's a couple things, guys. If you ever want to know if this is you and this is happening to you, a couple of things. There's gonna be an extra room for nothing. This was for the baby, even though she might not even think she wanted to have a baby, okay? There's going to be a fence around the house. That's to keep the women out, just to let you know. That's not to keep (laughs) anybody out, okay? All right, here's another one. Ready? Get ready for it. Guys, tell me if this has happened to you. There's some kind of dog that needs massive amounts of attention. Hip dysplasia, eczema, overbreeding. There's some sort of like thing... I can't tell you there's always the the reason why they want you to get that big ass dog is because they need you to make sure you don't stay out all night. You got to come take the dog out. You got to make sure you take care of the dog. So you're not out there you know, talking to these girls like and it's far, bro. They want you they want you 45 minutes, 50 (laughs) minutes away from everything else, because having a house in the suburbs, that's her dream. That's not your dream. I'll if you tell you, really the truth, bro. You. I yeah. I do I definitely
1: want to live in the suburbs. I'm not I, I grew up a city dude, man. I grew up yeah. in Brooklyn. I've I've been a city boy my whole life. I want to live near the city. I don't want to live in it. I just like the peace and quiet, man. Right now I live in Aventura. I live in Florida. I live in Aventura, yeah. Florida. It's North Miami. Gorgeous
0: yeah. area. I've been there, yeah. It's peaceful. There's there's stuff to do in the area, but it's I mean, not you, but th- this, is, this is not even a quite you don't live in the suburbs man like like said so there's no there's no farms out where you live like you can well, that's, get, you that's get rural bro but that's rural I'm okay in the middle rural. of the night okay hold on in the middle of the night from aventura how long does it take you to get to the south beach? <laughs> He just gave that you're like uh, okay how long does it, it take movies? you to get to south beach it's a trip bro it's uh with traffic it could be close no, no. To an hour, in the middle of the that, night in the middle of the night how oh long does it take the, you
1: 25 minutes
0: yeah it takes you 20 that's not that far that's not what i'm talking no. about like that's not like you still live it's a Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, so
1: I'm not. I don't want to live in Bumblefuck Nowhere, Wyoming. You know, like, that's like no, I knew
0: a girl who lived in Homestead, bro. I was like, what are you doing? Oh, fuck out of here.
1: Yeah. No, but also for me, man, it's important because I'm so I'm a pizza bagel. I'm, an, I'm Italian and Jewish, but I grew up yeah. more Jewish. So I I always want to live near Jewish people because between you and hey, I, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're a level headed guy. Yeah, the Jewish world has great connections for business. I it's also they're they're my family. You know, we're like minded. Yeah. But yeah, man, for business purposes, especially, well, I want to. Well, be- that's
0: that's the middle of the middle of the shit for you. Then that's where you yeah. want to live for sure. Like that's where yeah. you want to live. Like again, if I was if I was a financier, I would want to live near Wall Street. If I was into commodities, I want to live in Chicago. Like there's sure. there's yeah, if I wanted to get into venture capital for for tech firms, I would want to go live up in north north uh, northern northern California, right? I'm I'm just saying like in in life. You want to live near the middle of the shit, right? I, I have some friends of mine, like Andrew Cobra Tate, right? He lives in Romania. And I'm like, bro. Oh, you do know you do? him, man. Dude, you know yeah. the guy? Yeah. yeah, I, would yeah lo- I would love to get him on the podcast, man. I really want to on. He, he just texted me the other day. He's coming on the podcast. He, uh, oh, Cobra, but he lives in Romania. And he's like, man, the US is done. And I was like, all right, man, if you say so. And then he'll see me on, because uh, I host this bikini competition. He's like, I need to come to the US. I was like, yes, you do. Yes, you do, buddy. You you host his bikini competitions? No, I host a. I hope so. I currently host the biggest bikini competition in the world. I host this, the oh, the Playboy the Playboy Yandy Summer Search at Wet Republic. It's for one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. So I host okay. that, and then I host Babes in Toyland, which is a, a huge uh, charity for models to help raise money for uh, animal rescue, domestic trafficking, uh, you know, human trafficking. Uh, we we send. Care packages to troops are overseas. We have a toy oh, drive awesome. for underprivileged children. So I just basically have all these girls help me raise money for these different charities. And then you know, um, and then also, uh, so I was playing. I don't know if you can see the big welt on my forehead. I was playing uh, yeah, paintball. I, at, I was playing paintball at Dan Bilzerian's house like two nights ago. <laughs> in the, and, outside in the backyard or inside the house? No, in the backyard. Yeah, his, he has a full full on professional paintball because I wouldn't put it past the guy. I don't actually know if you do, but I wouldn't put it past the guy. Yeah, just look on if you look yeah, if you you could probably Google his house. You can see the paintball field on on the satellite map. Oh, uh, but yeah, amazing. man, I, I got man, my buddy. He's coming on the podcast on Wednesday. J Rock. Uh, he was one of the guys from. He was he used to be on the Real World. He's a he he runs a club out here. He's the one who shot me in the head. He told me he's like <laughs> yeah. I was like motherfucker, you shot me in the head. Um, but yeah, no. Um, well, I forgot what I was was talking about originally before I got to this point. But um, you were well, you were we were talking about a lot of things. We were talking about Andrew Tate. We were talking about. Uh, you know, oh about, yeah, yeah. living. Like, oh yeah, yeah. So Cobra, he likes living way the fuck out in Romania. I have a lot like- to
1: say about that, by the way, dude. I I watch yeah. a lot, so I watch a lot of the Red Pill stuff, and mm-hmm. we're gonna go into a lot of this, man. Okay. I'm a young guy, I'm 28, but honestly, man, I I don't hang out with 30 women at a time. I'm in a I'm in a different place. I'll explain what I mean. Yeah, but. Uh, listen, I, I, I'm by no means uh, a blue pill guy, so to speak. And I, I didn't need to watch all this content. No, Nobody come. thinks
0: they're, I mean, I don't think you're a blue pill black guy, but nobody thinks they're a blue pill guy. Right. Yeah, nobody, I, 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 no, no, nobody, no, there's no, there's no like t-shirts for blue pill guys. Come yeah. But there's pill. no day. De- you <laughs> could say like, come, yeah, come but, get cut. Come get cut.
1: <laughs> Join blue you pill. Just, when you know, you know, man, when you know, you know, like I, I've experienced enough where once I heard, Rolo Tomasi and, and you know, a lot of these guys, Rich
0: Cooper. Uh, I've even watched so, the Fresh so, and Fit so, podcast so, a lot. Yeah, huh? for sure. So so I, I just talked to Fresh CEO uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, I was going to try to go because I'm going to I'm going this fresh uh, Saturday to host babies and toilet in Miami, and I was going to try to bring a bunch of the girls on fresh and fit on Friday, but I can't make it in time because of the bikini competition. So I may go, and I've been talking to Andrew, and we he said he may want to just go on with me the next time I go oh, to uh, to Miami. But the uh, the thing about it is, um, oh man, what was I talking about? What were, what were we referring to before? Well, I wanted to get a little bit into this uh, this whole. Uh, oh yeah, oh no, I remember thing. what I was saying. So, so first time I read the Rational Mail by Rollo Tomasi, I was so impressed because as a theoretician, uh, uh, well, I'm talking about a scientist. I, I consider myself in all things to be a scientist. I don't have a PhD, but I, I consider myself to be a scientist. I want to disprove my hypothesis. I thought that the stuff he said made a lot of sense. Okay. Now there were two things where I thought he was not wrong, but lacking. Number one, you can be friends with women. That is like categorically incorrect. You absolutely, I don't care what they say. They, they can say whatever they want. They just can't explain away me. Okay. So here's my caveat. Here's my caveat. I think that you, what you do is very intelligent because your goal, and this is
1: how I perceive it. And this is what Dan Bilzerian does. You put yourself in a predicament. You're both good looking guys. Let's put Dan aside for a second you're a good looking guy. You're charismatic. You have a, you have a, you have a deep voice. You, you carry yourself very confidently. There are a lot of character traits about you that are already attractive to women. And I think what you've been able to do is gather is, is, is create an environment where a lot of women trust and like you. So they automatically are going to relay that to any, any other women they know. And you put yourself in a position where they, in a sense, became the men in your, in your dynamic yep. where you're now, you're now the the woman. So you're not the woman, you're still a man in, 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 the same I, am the pr- I am. I am. I think but I am. You the are pursuit. now what they're seeking. Think, they, yeah, have become the, the commodity. You've bec- yeah. exactly. You've become the commodity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. I yeah. think at the end of the day, and, and I, I very confidently say this, you don't expect to fuck all them by any means, because at the end of the day, you know that if you wanted to, you could probably have sex with, if not all of them, a large percentage. So I think at the end of the day, if none of them, and none, not a single woman you hung out with. If all of them friend zoned you first, I don't know if it'd be that same dynamic. I yeah, think I, I, well, that,
0: so that's that doesn't happen. So, so that's a really good point. The the ones that friend zone me first are zero. That never happens. I'm never but, going to but let it's not never, really yeah. platonic, brother, because at the end of the day, many of them probably would like to either date or have sex with you. That's fine. So let's 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 look at it like that, because this is real good, real easy way to explain it. You're correct. Hey, Brad so, didn't even friends- go in, Brad didn't even go into this. This is yeah, yeah let's do this. So, so I am, I friend zone them. You're correct. Right. But th- here's the other because part, you that's can, because you can, because, right. because like you here's, can. Here's, here's the thing. Yeah. Like, well, I get this question all the time. It's like, okay, Michael, how, how do I game these girls into thinking I'm their friend? I'm like, that's not what I said, dude. I said, actually be their friend. They're like, okay, Michael, cool. How do I convince them that I'm their friend? I'm like, motherfucker, you're not listening. Like this is really hard for dudes to understand because they think that I'm you're, 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 I completely understand
1: your thought process, but yeah. to them, They're almost too methodical. You have a much more, you're calculated, but your approach is much more lax. You're not. Yeah. Let me be friends. It happens because of the dynamic that you set in place. Well,
0: that happens because it's the same dynamic as it is with men. Like I, the the so I the bikini competition I hosted yesterday, I put all the girls in a circle. We put our hands in the middle, just like I did when I was the captain of the football team. And I was okay. cussing at them, like we're gonna get this motherfucking money. And I'm screaming at them. And the girls are like, "Fuck yeah!" And I'm like, "Let's say Playboy in three, one, two, three, Playboy," and we rush out onto the stage. Like, I'm a high school football coach. Yeah, dude, you,
1: what you really are is you're their daddy. So what you really are to a large degree. Oh, uh, <laughs> I think I mean.
0: older, maybe maybe older brother. I don't know about daddy. Because I because we have a saying in MOA, in my program, it's my job to, uh, it's our job to protect them, but it's not our job to save them. It's our job okay. to protect them? It's not our job. It's like I walked okay, in. Okay, like so their older,
1: their older brother. But I would push. I would stay away from older brother because I don't think they see you that way. I think you. I think you're saying they do, and I'm saying maybe some of them do. I think. I think some of them understand that there may never be anything more than
0: a friendship. Well, yeah, it well, was for sure, Rafael. But here's the thing: like, you're yeah. you're 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 guessing as to whether or not they want to sleep with me, and that's none of my business, right? All I can control is what I'm doing, right? Oh, so but I'm, I'm, I'm saying start, that you. Yeah, but you know, and you know, at the end of, the of course, day I do. Of course, stop. I want to sleep with me. Continue. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, th- but that's not that's not the issue. The issue is what my, my job running men of action is not to my job running men of action is to get you as many options as possible. So you can go in any direction you want oh, a man sure. who get a man who is good at finding a girlfriend is good at finding a girl. It's not there's no like, it's not it's not the technique to finding a girlfriend. It's the, you. You are not attractive to the right woman. You're attractive to all women. This is a big problem. This is why I hate that movie Hitch with fucking Will Smith. That movie should be called How to Be a Stalker. Well, because it's, it's extremely like, ironic that Will Smith was the actor, and you see what what's happening. Now. Yeah, it's for sure, crazy. for sure. It's like, hey, hey, Will, teach me how to stalk this one woman and <laughs> make her it love. It's the creepiest goddamn movie ever. right? The, all the these movies are are absolute complete opposites of what happens in real of life. Of course, of the course, and that's why that's out. why that's why I'm I'm grateful for working in the strip club when I did to see like right. the dirty like how the sausage was made, like how the dirty nasty part of it. So that like, later on in life, I'm just not confused whenever I see things. Whenever things happen with my buddies, I'm like, oh, I'm going right. to tell you what's about to happen. She, brother, she's about to leave you. And this is the reason why she's yeah. about to leave. You You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so, um, and then, and then, so, so anyway, going back to the Tomasi thing. Uh, by the way, I, I find
1: tr- myself, hold on, I've, I'm younger than you. So, you know, obviously there's, there's life experience, but there I I find myself being that guy with a lot of my guy friends where I'm like, this is what's happening right
0: now. Yeah, this is what, because, because. Let me tell you something. For any of you who are confused, you're like, "Well, how how do you gain that intuition?" Very simple. Read every book on evolutionary psychology. All of it shall all of it shall reveal itself to you if you just do that. If you just read books specifically on evolutionary psychology, you skip all the behaviorism. You skip anything to do with fucking zodiac signs or negative energy. <laughs> Get rid of all that shit. All the trauma release shit. Forget all that stuff, and you just stick to evolutionary psychology. All shall make sense to you. So. Um, So, I, I, but anyway, but talk about Rollo because I, I, because I hope to, hope to interview him. By the way, I'm trying to have,
1: I'm trying, I've been talking to him and he's coming, he's coming very soon to Miami. Okay. So, if I, if I get, hopefully, if he comes, you can get in touch with him through Fresh and Fit as well. They know Mm -hmm. him, they know him a lot better than I do. I don't even know the guy yet, but I DM'd him. He responded, he agreed to come on. So, if I get him, obviously I'll definitely connect you.
0: Okay. For sure. I appreciate that. So the the thing, the thing with the book is when I read the book, I was like, wow, this is really thoughtfully written. But when I listen to him talk, I feel like he talks like he's annoyed and his fans talk like they're angry. And that, that part I don't share because I'm not annoyed with women and they don't make me angry because what they do is a function of evolutionary psychology. I would rather just know the truth. Does that make sense? I think this is like where I don't think Rolo is pissed. I think people misunderstand him. I think a lot of the guys who
1: watch all of these shows, there you go. Sure, a lot of the guys who watch all these shows take what they say and misinterpret what they say. I I
0: don't. I don't think they they are annoyed. They're definitely annoyed. I don't think think Rolo's. I don't think Rolo's. I think some of the times when he calls out women, so here's the like big, big difference just with Rolo and fresh and fit it's like on their show, they have women on there and they're like, do you see that you don't do this and you don't do this and you're not going to get a man. Cause you don't do this, this and this and with me. I'm like, I'm not trying to change them. Like I just don't give a fuck. Like I could, because here's, here's my personal belief. None of these women are going to like, I want, well, here's the for- thing. Real quick. You're in a totally
1: different place because they are, they don't give a fuck. Quite frankly, they don't give a fuck who they offend who doesn't like them? Right. They're going to say what they're going to say. And they're going to give up a lot of potential options for that. And they, I think they maybe, that. yeah, no, I gotta I can cases. See that. You're taking a much more unbiased, non-judgmental approach, even though you probably have your opinions in the back of your mind. You're, you're like, I want these women to get along with me. And I'm sure you, at the end of the day, if some chick is crazy, you're not going to tolerate it because yeah. you don't have to, you have the options. Uh, but at the same time, I don't think you're looking to to bring that friction into your relationships with these women. Yeah, these for sure. guys, I'm on now. the other hand, are on a fucking mission. They're like, I don't care.
0: Yeah. Who doesn't they're, like me? Well, they're crusaders, They're but, but they're crusading. But what Ooh. I would like it is for them Ooh. to be like, they're on hey, the altar, for, yeah, yeah. So, so like like Myron will put a girl down and like he, the stuff he says is true. It is true. But what I want is six months later to have her back on and be like, Myron, I listened to what you said and it helped change my life. And I he never does that. I never see that on their show. That's the point I mean about being a crusader. They have like, actually. They've had a they couple have. of girls.
1: But you know what it is? I think I agree with most of what they say. And I think yeah. the reality is that a lot of women who hate on it, they, with a, a very common girl, like a, a lady character trait is, it's, it's all primal, is it's not that they're offended necessarily at what you said, it's how you said it. Sure. That's a lot. Of, you know what I mean? So if yeah. you said it in a certain way that didn't sound so offensive, even if it it really hit them in the gut a little, they'll be like, okay, he didn't mean it so badly. But when you go in on them and you say something does, with yeah. no filter, then they're and like, oh my God. But, but You'll get, you get
0: a lot of guys commenting on that live stream, though, when you do that. Like, for instance, for me, when, when Myron says stuff like, you know, it's a healthier relationship is when a, a man leads and a woman follows. I know a lot of traditional relationships and he's right. In those traditional relationships, when a man lead and a woman follows, that's correct. However, however, I'm not going to yell at women who don't let men lead. That's not my mission. My plate, my p- place For is sure. just to, it's just to fix my block and my click. Those are the only people I care about. Yeah, that's where totally I, that's my mission. Different. I'm not, Yeah, I mean, I'm not a crusader like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, my, yeah, he's putting, they're putting themselves on like, they're totally crucifying themselves, mm-hmm. things, but I, they're very passionate about it. I
0: yeah. think, well, first off, um, like well, the mean? other thing is, the other thing is when you know, the whole thing where he like told that one girl, Hey, if you want to come on the podcast, you need to have sex with me. You know, I'm, I'm not plutonic with anybody who comes on the podcast. You remember that that fitness model, Amber, something that he was talking to? You remember what I'm talking about? I don't,
1: I don't know that. I didn't know. There was, a, there
0: was a huge controversy where Myron was like, There's screenshots where she, he was like, Hey, you can come on the podcast, but just to let you know, I'm not going to do this for nothing. I'm not going to be plutonic. So we have to have sex. I, of course, I'm. I completely don't agree with doing that. Like, I've never. Like, asked well, yeah. If that happened, that's 100 wrong for sure. Right. Right. I and think. He, like, yeah.
1: I think that there's a dynamic where they do it so much. So here's the thing. This is my only. The challenge is going to be for both of them. Yeah. Because they're so mentally focused on this red pill thing, it's their whole life. They're automatically going to be constantly on guard with women, and I think yeah. they're going to both have that. an extremely hard time getting into something long-term because a any woman who decides to date them is going to, is going to have to deal with all the hate that comes with it. And second of all, I think guys like that are always going to be very guarded with any woman they date. They're like she's doing this because yeah. of this and does doing this because of that. And I think you and I will have those thoughts for sure. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think that every woman's out to get me. I don't think they think that either necessarily, but because their whole life's focus is on this particular topic it's going to be very hard for them, I think, to have more of a subconscious natural fluid relationship.
0: Yeah. I can see, uh, but, I can that, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But again, I do
1: agree with a lot of the stuff they say, bro, like a lot of the stuff they say, I, I resonate well, with
0: well, what, what, what I'm saying is I, I agree with the stuff that they say too. Right. the stuff that's based in evolutionary psychology. What I'm saying is when they, when people do things that they don't agree with, I don't agree with, you know, the, the acrimony towards them. Does that make sense? right okay i hear what you're saying so yeah so, that's, all, that's all that's all i'm saying like i don't so i don't hate them, so like I, don't hate them people, I don't hate people who don't agree with me that's what i'm saying i have people on my podcast all the time that don't agree with me you know no and i like, i think they i think they respect
1: people who don't agree they might not treat them as well as they should but i think that i don't
0: know i think they're just that, very. that's, that's what I, that's like, what acrimony means you know like right. i just wouldn't like i have one girl's coming on and she's saying crazy shit like uh, oh, you know what, really men should all be open to like letting their girl fuck multiple guys at the same time. And the only reason you don't do it is because society is pressured you to not feel that way. And I tell this girl like, no, you're just wrong. You're just not correct. Like I, I want her on the show because I want her to say that shit on camera. It's insane to me. Like, I think what she's saying is completely fucking wrong. Whoa, but so, I- so, so
1: backtrack, you're saying that she believes it's okay
0: for, she should be able to sleep with other men. No, no. She, she, whether or not she should sleep with other men, it's America. She can do whatever she wants. She believes that the reason why a man would not be comfortable with it is that is all men in general would be uncomfortable, would be comfortable with it, but they're insecure. Exactly. It is the because, most, of, that's, because that's it's a, a
1: gaslighting, that's just gaslighting. Of course, it's of course it's ridiculous. Yes, uh, of course. That's just so we a get, we get, Of course, great, I agree Mike, with you. But what's great, Mike, is that you'll have men who are so low on the totem pole that would lick this girl's feet. If oh, she's fine. A she's fine. She's fine as shit. Bro, she's oh, fine. Yeah, there are a sure. lot of men. There are a lot of men that will do anything this girl wants. Mm-hmm. She'll absolutely treat them like crap. It's funny how many men will, will do that. That's the sad part. Women are so much more intuitive. They're so much more in tune with with their feelings, with their guts. They they notice ah. this notice energies. Most guys are just so
0: oblivious to all of this. Uh, well, well, I think I think there's another there's another thing at play. I think social media bifurcated the male gender. Uh, into two species, the, the there is social media indicating some men have access to scarce resources and social media clearly showing that other men do not. So whereas in 1985, the guy with the Lambo had an advantage over you, now the guy with the Lambo in 2022 has a 10x advantage over you because of social media. And what's happened is, and this is one thing I really make my clients understand very, very strongly is that like, you don't like you as a man, you're always going to be judged on your performance. I got that from Rollo. Right. So, so in, in this situation, these guys are like, well, I'm just going to be this introverted, cool guy and act masculine. And I'm just going to do man to woman pickup techniques. And then women will like me. And I'm like, no, they won't because they're at Bilzerian's house with me. They don't give a fuck about you or anything that you're doing. And they all, sure. they all hang out with me because they love my social media, because I focus on this thing that I knew was effective. The The... Any dude right now who's single, who is not hammering social media, bro, you are really shooting yourself in the dick. You just because and and the thing is, it's going to get as bad as it is now. It's going to get worse because what would happen was you'd grow up in Wichita, Kansas. You go to college, you become a dentist, you make a couple hundred grand a year, open your own practice, and then you'd meet you'd meet some really hot girl, you know, after she's in college or whatever. And that hot girl and you would get married to, and have kids in Wichita, Kansas. What's happened now is that girl, as soon as she turns eighteen, she sees parties in L.A., she's being wow. invited to Coachella, she's been invited to EDC, and she's getting ran through by twenty or thirty dudes in Los Angeles. Shh. And you never get to her because you live in Wichita, bro. That's what happens. And these dudes don't hear what I'm saying. They don't understand that their dream girl that they think is different from other girls is with me at Bolzarian's house or is with me at the Playboy at the Playboy Mansion. I'm sitting there watching girls that you guys think are good girls fucking in the grotto. You don't understand. The dudes who have social media are so far above you now if you don't have yeah, it. It's crazy. That you it's have crazy. to focus on it. You have to, bro. It's so like here's, the, but here's the, the rich get richer. Yeah.
1: You know, here's the thing. It depends on what you're seeking. If you're looking to have unlimited casual sex throughout your twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, and sixties, having social status, having presence, in social media will be the be all end all. Absolutely. If you're looking for something more like for me, I'm not sitting here saying I'm, I'm an innocent guy, but I do eventually want to have a family sometime soon. So for, in that case, I'm not so focused on that. Like I, Raphael, had,
0: I'm, out, me- I'm telling you, the pro- the probability yeah. of you meeting a wife would would in, increase dramatically if you did focus on social media. I would I would agree with you, but I'm, I'm, it's a little
1: different for me because I, I'm only going to marry a Jewish girl. And perfect. There you see, even in – I can't speak for Christian or Muslim, but I know that in, in the traditional Jewish world, even if they aren't people aren't religious. There isn't all of that, like, oh, blue check mark, yada yada. Like, it's in, in, in my opinion. No, I'm not, no, no I'm, not talk,
0: up, I'm not talking about blue check mark, man. I'm talking yeah, about but either anything. way, all
1: of this social status isn't really so common and more of the traditional
0: kind of. Okay, but you still, you hold on, Rafi. You, I still do believe you do want to marry an attractive woman. Is that correct? For sure. Okay, but and they don't- so the, 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 hold on, but the attractive women that you know that aren't on Instagram, go ahead and point to them because I'd like to know who they are. Jewish girls, plenty of them, that are not on Instagram at all. If
1: they're they if they are on Instagram, they have very small channel. Like a lot of most of them have maybe a couple of
0: hundred, maybe a thousand, sixty. Are there yeah, Jewish but they, girls? But, they, there? but I bet you, I will find their Instagram. I bet you they will have thirst traps, just like everybody else. If they're uh, pretty, it depends who they
1: are. There are definitely ones who do without a question. But I, I would, I'm kind of with Myron on this, man. Like if I date a girl and she's got, there's a difference between having pictures in a bikini. Mm-hmm. And having pictures in a bikini. If yeah. I have a girl, if I'm looking at data, I'm very conservative in that way, man. Like when I'm single, my yeah. rules are not the same. When I'm dating somebody, I'm a lot stricter with what I what I. Oh, dude, I don't and don't I don't disagree with anything you're so, saying. It changes, the, the, man. Like if, dude, if the, I have the, a you, if I have a girl you, you, posing posing on Instagram inappropriately, I'm not even going to
0: date her. I'm not going to try to God, date her God, and change God, her. God. Tell her to totally take it off you remember Myron. So Myron talks about, you know, he's Muslim and Myron talks about if he's with a girl, he has a girlfriend. She shouldn't even have an Instagram. Do you guys remember that? You remember that when he yeah, said so that? that? I don't agree with that. Well, okay. But, so but he's, but he, but he said that and that's why he bases that. Now, here's the thing I'm going to tell you if Most girls that I talk to that are super, 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 super fine. Of course, they're never going to go with that. They're not going to go with that. Right. But the thing with Myron is he's also not wrong for what he's looking for that works for him. And I'm not, so I don't, I don't begrudge him that. But I do know that there's a group of girls that I would introduce them to that are very beautiful that would not would not go for that. So it just so you kind of thing. have hey, hold on, Ra, let me let me let me yeah, make yeah, it real this, simple. This, this is, is great though. Keep here's, going. Here's the line of delineation. Ready? Here's the line of delineation. Okay, because nobody's wrong here. It's just for what you want for your life. Ready? I'm gonna ask you a question. Hundred percent. I'm gonna ask you one question, and this one question is gonna answer whether or not you come with me or not. Ready? Rafi, it's night. It's 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 uh it's two. It's 1998. Okay, we're out here partying. Are you going to come with me to the Playboy Mansion or not?
1: Damn straight I will.
0: Oh, hold on, hold on, now, hold, on hold on, don't say it that quick. Because when we go to the Playboy Mansion, do you and you, we're going to go hang out with some girls. When we go with the girls. Do you think the girls are going to pay attention to us or Sylvester Stallone?
1: How old are we? How old are all of
0: us? What doesn't matter. We're we're in our prime. Fuck it. Let's make it. T- let's make it twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. To be honest with you, bro,
1: Sylvester yeah. Stallone's going to get the attention in the beginning. But are they going to sleep with him over me?
0: Depends yeah, on old he was. They're, 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 okay, Age you, depends. it was. depends. Okay, whatever. Justin Timberlake, Machine Gun Kelly. you name whoever you want. Uh, Machine post Gun post, Kelly, post, even bro, like <laughs> post, post Malone, whoever. It Doesn't okay. make any difference. Okay, okay. okay. okay I was okay. I was at Bolzarian's house. Post, Machine Gun Kelly's getting his dick sucked by two girls at the same time, right in front of all of us. Okay, in Listen, front of everybody. In front of well, not in front of everybody. He's behind the bathroom in this one spot. Anyway, point I'm trying to make is, you say you want to come to the Playboy Mansion, but well, if you want to come with me to the Playboy Mansion, I need you to understand that when you come there, you're gonna get pushed and shoved around. You're going to get fucking little man everywhere you go. It's good. You are playing the big boy game. Okay. When I, when I, so the, the equivalent to that is if you want to do it, if you're ambitious enough, where you want to come with me to the Playboy Mansion, because I used to go all the time. If you want to come with me to the Playboy Mansion, then you need to understand when you, I ask the question, should you be posting on social media to attract a bevy of different types of women? The answer is the same answer is yes. OK, if you don't, if you're like, well, I don't want to go to the Playboy Mansion because those aren't the type of girls I like because they pose or whatever. Oh, don't I don't But
1: Here's the thing. But there's a very
0: clear answer to this.
1: If my goal is to get late now, I understand that there are going to be guys socially that are so high above me on the totem pole in terms of social mm-hmm. uh, social proof and yada, yada. That doesn't bother me, though, because I'm aware of it. It's like I'm not going to take that. part. Okay. Because at the end of the day, I know that I, I'll have my options regardless. Will I be the the most important person in this room? Maybe not.
0: So be it. I don't. I really couldn't care yeah. less. But but where, where um, I, but, I think I, where where I think you and I differ is that you think that there's a. So this is what we what I like to say: status is status is status. We confuse this. The highest approval rating that President Clinton ever had was when when he got his dick sucked by his intern. You have a former president who was fucking a porn star and then was elected to be president right afterwards. Status is status is that ready? Rafael, let me ask you something. Who can get in front of more venture capitalists? You or me or Jake Paul? Jake Paul, without a question. Okay, Jake Paul makes funny, stupid ass prank videos on Vine. How come he could get in front of more venture capitalists? More people know him. No, Because oh, dude, status uh, is I status argue, is status. I don't argue right. this at all. Nothing you're right. saying is incorrect, dude. I couldn't agree more. Being, being attractive in general is how you be attractive for specifics. That's the point I'm trying to make. So this oh. idea that I, I want to uh, attract a certain type of woman, I'm telling you, even those type of women, if you had an act, I don't want you to have an Instagram like mine. Don't have an Instagram like mine. But if you have an Instagram it's that not, shows yeah, access to scarce resources and, 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 and shows some wonder lust and some travel lust and shows that you are a cool guy, you will be attractive to all types of women, not just, you know, the type of women that you're, you're looking for.
1: You're So you're you're 100% right. You're, they're going to find you attractive, but there are going to be a, a large percentage of women that are going to be
0: very cautious about dating you long term because they see the kind of lifestyle you live. So they're, they I, might I want just to fuck I, you. I, I, I've never found that to be an issue. If I have sex with a woman, whether or not we have a long-term relationship is up to me. It's not up to her. I've never had that issue.
1: <sighs> there's, de- you, there's definitely more traditional conservative women that are going to be like, this dude's hanging out with 20 women in his pictures. I don't know. They might want to bang you. They
0: might even cheat on their husband and bang you, but will they date you long-term? That's hard if, I, if, I, if I give them an option, they generally always say yes. Like it's not really the, because I'm telling you, man, attraction is not a choice. This idea that like, could, dude, you're a man who I think can make rational decisions about who you date. The, the next woman I meet that makes rational decisions about who he dates will be the first one. Okay. <laughs> I see women. I see women. Dude, I have a friend of mine right now. She's an FHM cover model. She's gorgeous as shit. And she's fucking dating this dude who cheats on her all the fucking time. And she knows it's happening. This idea that like somehow she's, why going is she to doing rash- because because she's a, well, attraction's not a choice. She's a woman. It's just whatever dopamine serotonin hit that well, she gets from being also, around yeah, this motherfucker. This, that's what's happening. Yeah. Like that. That's the point I'm trying to make. Like for us, like a woman did, well, I was joking the other day. I was like, women don't care how you feel. They do not give a shit how you feel. But women do care how you make oh, them feel. I agree feel. with that so much, and it, by the way, and, dude, and it does. It doesn't make. That. It doesn't make any difference. Like this idea. This this belief that it's like he's wrong. Like that. Women would look at a man say he's wrong for me. Therefore, I won't date him. When she's feeling outrageous attraction for him, is ridiculous, dude. It's not true. Juliet took that, drank that fucking poison, bro. That that women will do whatever if you make them feel some kind of way, period. So you can't start thinking, well, I'm attractive, but there's too many women around, and so because of that nobody wants to settle down with me. I'm gonna tell you from my personal experience, and no one's around I, more women than dude, me I except think for Bilzerian. No, I no, think that and you, I never dude, had. Dude, these-
1: there's no question, man. Dan Bilzerian, There are women that will not date the guy. There are women that I can think pragmatically enough to look at him and say, I'd like the guy, he's rich, he's good looking, he's a great figure. If you met
0: met the women who wanted to be in a relationship with him, uh, one of them's like, she's getting her master's in biomedicine uh, like you have, dude, I cannot disagree with you more. He has the option to girlfriend up almost any one of these women if he wants, because his status is so overwhelming to them, dude. The women that he you would consider them to be a good girl, like seriously, when you meet them, like it's it's not this situation. I know it's easier for us to believe that he has a different type of status and attraction. No, status is status is status. Elon Musk is a tech billionaire who could get any woman in the world he wants. What does that one have to do with the other? So here's, here, let me give you an example, right? If I win an Academy Award and then after I win an Academy Award, I go out to a restaurant and when I'm in the restaurant, everybody stands up, starts applauding me for winning the Academy Award and then they pay for my dinner. Did I work on building my status in order to get a free dinner or did I just work on my status? Yeah, okay. just Dude, to decide, if I, yeah. Well, I just worked on my status, bro, that's the point I'm trying to make. People think I'm working on my status for women, working on my status to be a venture capitalist. I'm working, no. Again, Jake Paul can get in front of more venture capitalists than you can, and Elon Musk can date hotter women than you can, because status is status is status. And when you understand that, then you can kind of let go of this idea Well, well, you know, because I'm a, a, I am work in this certain industry, unless you have a top secret government clearance and you work for the government, unless that, and you literal <coughs> punitive punitive penalties for you posting certain things. Other than that, you really should. You do need to understand that if the, a man can go fuck Stormy Daniels and become president of the United States, you really don't have that much to worry about. That's the point. I'm <laughs> no, no, dude, you,
1: you're you're you... Tot- you're valid. You're valid. But there's a certain listen, dude, I'm, I'm, I feel like we're very much in agreement on the status part. I, I think uh, mo- most women will want to date people with absolutely high status. Then you have somebody like Bill Gates and even elon musk they might have high status but are the women necessarily attracted to the guy the same way they're attracted to
0: someone like dan welzarian uh, totally so, so 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 totally so bill gates no bill gates no elon musk yes bill gates no elon I think musk, is, a, elon musk intelligence is intelligence in, yes it's, elon it's musk is incredibly inc- elon musk might be the most ubiquitous maybe cristiano ronaldo would be higher ubiquitously most attractive due to women right now in 2022 where they were stocks i think elon musk would have the highest stock and it's not because of the money either elon because grimes wants to fuck him and other hot women want to get with him and he says funny shit and he's incredibly confident and he he takes people who hate on him and he shoves shit right in their face i, I think that, because of that i think he is the most attractive but it's not just because the money bill gates it would just be because of the money Right. 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 So I I think, yeah, I hear you. No, listen, at the end of the day status is huge. I I don't know. I'm,
1: I'm not, it's also a, it's a lot of time. Like when you're spending time with all these women, it's a lot of focus. Do you, do you prefer it? Also, first of all, it it takes, like Brad was saying, dude, it's not something you see every day. Not every guy could do it if they wanted to most men can't. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing. So I get, so I give you props for being able to do that. There's no, there's no hate here. (laughs) This it be ridiculous? Uh, but at the same time, it's like, that's a time, that's a time, not time sensitive. It takes a lot of your time.
0: Yeah. Hanging out um, with women constantly. So, 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 you know, Bilzerian's book is called the setup, right? And I was the first person to interview him about it. Um, uh, cause I was the first person to finish his book. Cause he, he had delivered it. He lives a couple blocks from me. And so when I read the book, one of the things you need to understand is with this setup. So I also work for a, a stock option brokerage and I work at, at a hedge fund. Um, but what I your would goal tell with you- this
1: though is your goal to get unlimited unlimited ass is your goal for to- women? No, no,
0: no my but if you want to know like ultimately what my goal is is I have found a way to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars for different charities using incredibly beautiful women and everybody wins. And the feeling the feeling I feel afterwards, bro, is the equivalent to winning a football game. I can't even explain it because the the, the the satisfaction for like, I'm not going to go into this because we have rule number six in the men of action program. We're not going to talk to you about my sexual exploits. I have enough sex with enough women to right. where I don't, if I don't need to have a sex with any more women, I'm good. Okay. Obviously I will, but like, I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't good. know if that's accurate. I, I, all, bro. How, how, how many, how many sex, how much, how many sex have I had with women enough? That's the, the, the what, enough. You know, no,
1: no, I, I think though, that at the end of the day, bro, you could have sex with, 500 women if you're 40 years old you're not going to be content with it's not about the number anymore you just you're going to need it you need it it's yeah a for sure, you, need for it. Sure. you know if you're not in a relationship you need that attention you need that for sure. that, that physical touch you need the sex yeah
0: well okay, but, but anyway you're but you were alluding to that there's some other motive and to me the motive right now is oh, we're trying to raise money for uh uh we're trying to raise money for animal rescue i, I have three bro i'm not kidding listen look, look, look. nobody wanted him Nobody. Oh, that's bro, cute. Nobody wants a cat. This, I have three. I rescue cats, bro. Dude, I have a. Yeah, that's funny, man. I have a cat. My
1: my grandmother. Uh. uh my grandmother has dementia, so I took our childhood cat. He's
0: little, fourteen year old uh, old lady. He, he's 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 three. He's nineteen pounds. Nobody wanted him. That's why I took him. I went to the the place where he, he was staying. I was like, "What's the cat that's never ever I mean, going to get rescued?" Let me see if I can find him. Yeah. he's
1: not hiding. Yeah, she's here.
0: yeah Yeah. Here's this one. Yeah, it's a it's a boy. It's a girl. It's a girl. You can see her. See her? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I I, I, have, I have friends of mine that have been abused or trafficked. I've, domestic abuse is a big thing. From or human trafficking, it's a big thing. So I work with the Shade Tree here in Las Vegas uh, uh, the animal rescue thing. We're doing one in Miami on Saturday. We're hosting babies in toilet in Miami. And we're doing it for animal rescue. We do one for the midnight mission in Los Angeles, which is to, to get a uh, toys for charity. So I would think about this, right? I have the men of action program. That's like my nine to five job. And then all of my free time. So I'm going to host swimsuit USA's world championship in, um, in Mexico. All of my free time is either getting my friends paid getting my friends on covers or raising hundreds of thousands of dollars for charity. I don't, I haven't been on a vacation in years, bro. Not like a real vacation, my vacation, like in September, I'm going to Jamaica for a week and I'm hosting a bikini competition with like 70 girls. That's what but I'm doing. Here's the for. thing
1: you, you are working, but to people that see you, you look like you're on a vacation 24 seven. Yeah, for sure. Your course. life is Agreed. you're doing Agreed. a bikini contest. Compared to somebody that works at PWC crunching numbers for say, <laughs> of course,
0: you're, you're living, you're, and you're it pays living, pretty well, too. It pays pretty yeah, well, too. I'm sure. It,
1: bro, listen, at the end of the day, as a single guy, you are living the life you, without a yeah. doubt, dude. Quite honestly, man, I've I've I haven't lived that kind of lifestyle to that magnitude, but I've, I've lived my life, you know, I've had my fun I'm still, uh, you know, so it's, um, you're just you're you have you've been able to put yourself in a position that I've been in, but on steroids because you've. You know, uh, she's is it a girl? Uh huh. She is, had, that a, is
0: that a Siamese mix? Sure is. Yeah, she yeah, has a, a bunch of health problems when I got her. I had to have all her teeth taken out because she has stomatitis. She had a kidney she infection. Has no teeth she had, right now. No teeth. Yeah. You have to feed her to see, to feed No, her no, no. Cat, cats are cats. Use their gums. Cats don't have molars. They don't chew with their teeth. Cats chew rats with their teeth. They don't chew like the kibble that they eat. They don't chew that with their teeth. They chew it with their if you ever touch the top of a cat's mouth, the gums are hard.
1: Right, really for hard. sure. Yeah. I thought they'd shoot it with the sides. I thought they used their interesting. I always thought they, don't they have, used their they don't, molars. They don't, they don't have molars. Yeah, they don't have molars like yeah. we do. Well, not the molars, the, the canines, the canine teeth. I thought that's what they used. To eat kibble, they don't need
0: molars to eat kibble. No, I I just thought they used their teeth. I didn't think they used their gums. It's interesting. They don't, they don't need teeth. Yeah, they like you don't need teeth to eat oh. soup. They don't need teeth to eat wet food. They don't need teeth. You don't use your teeth to you, you would use your molars to chew cereal. Right, but they don't. They use their gums to chew cereal. The, the Interesting, children. dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so cat, okay. cats. A lot of cats have these uh, teeth problems. This is called stomatitis, where it, the, the stomach acid comes out out and it causes like a bacterial infection or some kind of infection of the teeth. You have to have all their teeth removed. Did you get the
1: cats? Did you get the cats before or after you met Dan? Mm-hmm. Way before. I've had
0: cats for years. This is, this is <laughs> that, that black, he ha- black. He has that his. He has
1: that, his black one,
0: that black one's number nine. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, cat, Dan has one cat right now. Right, I one. think he has one. Yeah. I was, I saw it the other day, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just, just back to what I was saying, you're saying what the ultimate goal is when I do Babes in Toyland on Saturday, we're going to raise so much money for charity and I'm going to be up there with like some of the most beautiful women you've ever seen in your entire life. And I'm going to be on stage speaking and then getting people to go to this website and then raising money. Like before we did it for this, uh, there was a bunch of, ho- there were some homeless kids that lived in, <laughs> in, uh, in, in South beach and we did it for them. And like to me, that's scoring a touchdown. To me, that's dunking a basketball. To me, that's what that's what it is. As far as like the the admiration or the gratification for women, I get that enough to where I that doesn't need to be the goal from this. Does that make sense? Like, there's enough of an abundance where, to where that's not an issue. If it disappeared I, tomorrow, what would you do? I mean, I think I have a skill set good enough to where it wouldn't disappear tomorrow.
1: Does that makes no. Sense? no but that wasn't my question. My point is, if if it's a theoretical question, if your social media was dead and gone. And the women just, they wouldn't,
0: they would still hang out with you. Even if your social media, even if you lost your Instagram, these girls would still, would still hang out with you. I'm some, some of them would. Yeah. Some of them wouldn't know. Like, the, the, like yeah. there's no way, there's no way the numbers, like look on my IG. There's no way I'd be hosting that party at the wish mansion with 54 girls. That's not possible. There's no, right. without my social media, I've took 116 girls to the ignite party. That's not possible. I okay, took 121 I girls to the map. So 121 how many women girls. did he, how many women did Dan bring? If he brought hundred of them you are you uh, it yo, the was us? two it was yeah it was 2000 yeah so i think the last time i went to the Ignite party i wanted i think this is what he told me i think it was 400 dudes and like 2100 girls something like that i think that's that was the numbers fucking we're doing. shit so i i only brought i brought 120 something like that i think um wait, I'm how many correct. men how many men me i brought zero men it's no, me how many men were there how many men were there at the party maybe 400 maybe fewer cuz i was and I, 20 there was, women i think cuz when i'm trying to think here I saw. I remember it was funny because I saw it's, I saw Javale McGee and Devin Booker the last time I was there, and then I saw uh, what's his name Bruce Buffer was there. Machine Gun Kelly, Jake and Logan Paul. Oh, were there. Bruce
1: Buffer getting a blowjob would be one of the funniest things in. Ever- <laughs> can you imagine?
0: Yeah. And the
1: shaft. The shaft. So you- yeah, it's funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then when he when he wasn't at that house anymore, and Wish took it over, I started throwing uh, photo shoots at that house afterward. One zero nine seven nine Shalom Drive. So yeah, man. I mean, it's it's a it's just a situation where for a lot of people, like going back to the original thing we were talking about, when I friend zone them, you're saying, well, do the girl It's not platonic because the girls like me mm-hmm. or girls. That's their business. If they like me or not like me, of course. Yeah, they're but it's like still not me.
1: platonic, dude. Like it's yeah. Not- but
0: but but, it's, but but from my standpoint, it is. Like, what does it matter if it is or not?
1: It doesn't matter if it is or not. But the whole the whole idea of platonic friendships, I don't I don't buy into. By the way, I think you you can you can rationalize and choose to believe it to be so, because it's, it's a, for you, it's a flex to do that. For you to say, I am friends. I have friends on all these women. That's an, that's a flex. Most men will never be able to say they can do. They're, they're so far on the other end of the spectrum. They're the ones getting friend zoned while you are in a position to friend zone multiple women. So for that's, you, their, a, that's a power, their, that's their, choice,
0: though. that's their choice. Every, no, no, that's their choice. Like, but we're not yeah. arguing that
1: I'm not yeah. give you a compliment. my friend. Yeah. <laughs> The, the point is, the point is, uh, at the same time, I don't believe that you're to, take, put co- take colleagues out of it, take work, take business out of it. If you meet someone at any, any social venue and it isn't work related, 99.9% of the time, either the girl wants to fuck or date the guy or the guy wants to fuck or date the girl. It's usually the guy who wants either sex or, or a relationship. And, and either party, the, the party that is not desired, Will choose to stay with that person in some form of a relationship, hoping that at some point—nothing I'm saying is new to you—that at some point something will give. They'll lower their guard. They'll give in, and that never happens. In you, as a guy, though, in your position, friend-zoning these women—you know—at the end of the day, that if one—if they're hot and one of them wants to fuck and you're in the mood, it'll happen because you don't have that same. Oh, we're just friends. I would never. I don't think that would happen. Maybe there are some women that you've been friends with for ten years. And you think that sex might ruin that friendship and you have 180.
0: There's a, there's a lot women of there's, can, there's actually a lot of them like that. Like kindly, I would feel that way. She's married and I know her husband. But you, so there's but a, there's a lot of women you, like that. But yes. also because you have such a powerful amount of options.
1: Yes. That you, don't, that, you don't have that, to even that is think the about, that is the answer. Correct. You don't have to think about ruining this friendship because you can bang whoever, whenever, you know, but if you don't have those options, you're going to, definitely think about messing up that friendship more like seems to me like you you should
0: take a program
1: that would give you those options seems
0: i can't say I, have like that,
1: I, I really don't have that issue to be honest with you i don't have the, i don't have i'm not hanging out with 30 women at a time but yeah i don't, I don't have the issue where i need to
0: to be honest with you oh i'm, I'm, I'm sorry the proverbial you not the specific you like yeah, in yeah. General, right. like okay. in general, Fairbally, if it is yeah. an issue where, if in general, if it is an issue where you trying to be plutonic friends with a female is impossible because you just are so nervous or she's just so fucking beautiful. Like, dude, I'm really good friends with Lindsay Paylas. A lot of people think it's crazy. They think secretly I'm trying to have sex with her. I am not trying to have sex with Lindsay Paylas. I love Lindsay. She's coming on my podcast. Lindsay has if Lindsay not- called you tonight and said,
1: "Mike, I want you to sit on. I want to sit on your face." You're telling me okay so you're so tell- I,
0: I, I want to answer this question but not while you're recording I can't there's, there's more to it <laughs> Raphael I can answer on, this bro. question but 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 it's not right well, like, I'll call her I'll call her right now if you want like it's it's now oh, here let me say let me tell you. there's a there, there's something I want to I'm trying to think how to say this okay if Emily Sears had said that I would say yes that's different Emily Sears that but is, uh, who, is, is, that? Emily, who that is Emily Emily's like one of Lindsay's best friends Emily is exactly my type but Emily and I flirt. We're not, date, we're not dating or anything. Emily just told me today she's coming on my podcast. Emily is more my type. So here's, uh, uh, okay, I know how to explain it. I know how to explain it. Raphael, I am so jaded. That oh, I wait, find dude, not- call, me, call me Rafi. Call me Rafi. Rafi, 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 Rafi. Rafi, yeah, yeah. Rafi, I am so jaded. I find 1% of women attractive.
1: I heard you say this yeah. on Brad's thing.
0: Okay. It, uh, now, I know this is not going to be the same frame for everything. There's a body type I'm into. The body type I'm into is extremely firm and extremely big fake breasts. Lindsay Payless, her boobs are real. I'm not saying she's not a goddess. She's a- So she's you don't like real, you don't like I don't, real- I don't, well, if I don't. If you, did, if you let, Rafi, if you didn't like, if you don't like real boobs, what city in America would you live in?
1: If I don't like real boobs, what city would I live in? What
0: California? city in America would
1: you live well, No, California what, city would,
0: what city would you live in where there's nobody who has real boobs?
1: My, Miami's up there for sure. Miami's, Miami's the up
0: there, but there's one, there's one city that has even Vegas, more-
1: Vegas, Vegas, yes. Vegas, Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. But at the end of the day, Lindsay,
0: Lindsay Payless is a certified 10 in real life. Her personality, her fucking, when you see her, the whole room lights up in real life. If you, if she walks into a room, she is one of the most beautiful, symmetrically perfect human beings I've ever seen in my life. Just not my type. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm good. Not to say she'd ever go out with me. Emily Sears is more my type. I would not say no to Emily Sears, but I would, I would probably, Lindsay and I would just be friends.
1: Right, but that's but that's also and credit to you for this. You've been able to put yourself in a predicament where you can put you don't have to oogle and oddle and over these women. So, I think even for me, dude, like for me, I don't hang out with these absolute supermodels. You know, I've been with very attractive women, absolutely. But in terms of Rafi,
0: Rafi, what do you think happens when normal women see that I hang out with these supermodels? You think that they don't want to date me, you you think they don't want to date me. What do you think that what do you think happens?
1: No, 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 no. You have social proof; they're gonna they're gonna be extremely attracted to you. I still think there's a difference. Will they want to fuck you? Oh, without a doubt. Will many want to date you? Yes, but to say that every single woman on the planet—no, of will, course not. Will, not a chance, dude. ninety-five
0: percent of women Let me give don't you an example. Let Zarian me give you an example. Or,
1: uh, anybody? Yeah. Let me give you an example to 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 bring this point home. Take Drake. Drake is one of the most desired men on the planet. There are women with I know enough- I know
0: he was writing my girlfriend. I'm aware. While I was sitting next to her, he's messaging her. Yeah. What? Yeah. That was champagne poppy. And I told her, I was like, look, if you want to run off with this dude, just run off. We were broken up now. But like at the time, I was just like, if you need to run off with him, do it. She didn't. She's like, I'm, not, she, God, it's going to sound bad. And I don't mean to make her sound shallow, but she's like, I'm just really not into black eyes. That's what she said. And that
1: was it. But that's ridiculous. Meaning the point that you were even, here's my thing. If I was dating a girl, she, she, and, she, she and she was yeah. taught, and Drake hits her up and she uh-huh. goes off with Drake, I'm going to say, thank you. Thank you, Drake. Thank you, world. Bye bye. Do I blame her? Yes, I still blame her because at the end of the really? day Really. You blame I'll her. I'll tell you why I blame her. I don't I understand that she's taking an opportunity that most women will never have. If she's not your girlfriend,
0: time, I wouldn't blame her. If she is your girlfriend, I would blame her. Oh, dude, if she's my girlfriend, I don't care who the guy is. I don't care how Got it. okay. Agreed. We agree on that. I don't that. give a shit. You, I'm not there you, are men, this, there are men that would be like, there are men
1: that would be happy if Drake fucked their girlfriend. I think it no, is the most pathetic thing in the world. Agreed. It's the most yeah, pathetic I agree. thing in the world. If Drake started hitting on my girl and I have no fame whatsoever, we were at some big bar and Drake comes over to my girl. And if it's inappropriate, I'm going to be like, dude, I don't give a shit if you're Drake or whoever. Don't talk to my girl like that. Be respectful. And I don't think I would have to. I think my body language would, would tell it to him anyway. But if my, if I see that she is initiating it too much, and I understand I should be excited to see him, but if it would become really flirty, touchy, everything I'm done, I'll have a conversation with her. I'll be like, listen, I get well, it. I think he is who he is. I'll be like, I get he is who he is, but if the status and all that is is too much for you to handle, and you feel you need to go enjoy that, then you know, credit, to, you know, all, all the best to you. I'm not going to sit there and try to fight her back, fight back for her love, and course, yada yada. Beautiful, a letter flutter in the wind. So I'm saying, like with with uh, with Drake, for example, what I wanted to bring home is there are women, there are millions upon millions of women who would take. Every opportunity to date and, and have and have sex with him, they would break up with their boyfriends and husbands. They'd cheat and heartbeat for him, no question. Mm-hmm. Yep. But there are women that are level headed enough that understand that to have an exclusive relationship with a guy like that is zilch, none zero. Yeah, he won't be faithful to her. The likelihood of him being faithful to her is pretty much impossible. If she wants an actual steady relationship, she's not getting it from him. So the okay. back, the negative, the negative to being that famous and having status that high is that being able to keep a long-term relationship for Drake will probably never be married or be in a relationship because honestly, it doesn't even make sense for him.
0: Okay. So I will tell you that not only will a girl repeat exactly what you said and say, I would never want to try to be in a long-term relationship with Drake because he talks to so many other women. She would absolutely say that. And then right afterwards, go and fuck him and then try to be in a long-term relationship with him. Because one thing that I've learned, the number one rule in men of action is we don't listen to the words
1: oh, dude emotions we will probably not, take over we do but I not do believe-
0: listen to the words that girl would 100 <laughs> percent. she would run her mouth about i would never date dre it's just like the dudes who hit me up and they're like michael i don't like the girls you talk to they're plastic like bitch you would fuck that girl in two seconds if she looked oh, at you twice i'll tell you, know? you right now dude i'll yeah. tell you right now man i and no no
1: hate to the women listening yeah. to this that have a lot of plastic surgery i wouldn't date a girl that has plastic surgery if she has a little bit of a little bit of uh she had some wrinkles, and she got a little bit
0: of what do you call it? I'm not talking Botox. about Botox, bro. No, but I'm not talking about, about lip I'm fillers talking, and fake tits. I'm and fake not talking about. You're telling me. I'll tell you, you right not now. Date, dude, I'm not going to. Okay, hold one on, Rafi. Rafi, ready? Hold on. This is your. This is your TikTok clip. Ready? You're recording. Yeah, record go this ahead. One. Rafi, you're telling me you would never date a girl with a boob job.
1: I I don't think so. Could it happen? Is it possible? I'm not going to write anything off, but slim likelihood. Will I will I will I bang one? That's a different story. Will I will I date one long term? I don't I don't see it happening. Bro, you you about to, get right. t- you're
0: about to get you about to get five hundred thousand views on TikTok if you post
1: that shit right there. Yeah, just I'm okay watch with me. that, bro. I'm okay, okay with that. You can, we can post it. I'm fine with it. It, it doesn't okay. mean there's anything wrong with the woman. I don't, I don't like people can have their preferences. This is what Myron talks about. Myron talks about how when men have their preferences, everyone gets their panties in a bunch. Everyone loses their shit. The man is a That's misogynist true. and this and that. I have my preferences. If a girl has her preferences with a certain t- c- kind of, I look, told you mine. Um, yes, I, I have no regrets with this. If people put me on blast and they make me out to be something, whatever, go ahead. It's ridiculous. oh no, I'm just,
0: I'm not, I'm just trying to tell you to go viral on TikTok.
1: I don't know about putting <laughs> you on blast. I'm just telling you this is how you go viral on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. right. So it doesn't so, so, mean I don't find it doesn't mean I don't find them attractive. That's not yeah. the point. It doesn't mean I don't find them attractive. Some of these women are gorgeous, but it's that. I, there's a certain personality trait that I think often comes along with that. And I don't know if I'd be compatible. I'm not writing it off. I'm not saying man plans and God laughs who the hell knows. Yeah. But I think that oftentimes women who do have a lot of plastic surgery doesn't mean they're not good people. It doesn't mean they wouldn't make good wives or, or girlfriends. It's that they often, there's I think a certain level of heightened insecurity in certain respects, and at least in the physical department where, it's going to be hard to, to relate because I'm a guy and I, I was in the army. You were in the army. You get dirty, you train, you get cuts and bruises. Sometimes I look better than other days. Women like that are very, very meticulous about how they look. Very meticulous about how they look. So I, I would find myself getting frustrated with that, I think, more. But it's also a different, it's just a different, it's a different kind of person. I don't know if I'd be, I don't know if it's just not really what I'm looking for long term. But I mean,
0: yeah, I, I've just I just found in general that you know Tony Robbins. What does he specialize in? He all kinds of different self help. He wrote a book on money. He wrote a book on just different types of things because status is status is status. And where I you think, think Tony him, Robbins man, is faithful to his wife, I don't know. I just I, I I can't I can't say anything about. it. I may meet Tony Robbins at some point, and I don't want to there to be a video <laughs> out there of me, of me trying to I'm snitch blessed. on me trying to snitch <laughs> on him. All right, so, but but here's the thing, right? Um, cause I, cause I, you know, I interviewed Nick Santos Mastasso and he works for Tony Robbins. So, uh, I want to meet Tony Robbins. So he's going to hear this. right, right. So, so, so here's the thing. Um, Tony Robbins will speak on a lot of different subjects and this is, this is just the point I'm trying to make. And, and I, I don't know what your, your, the main part crux of your audience is, but what happens is pickup and red pill are trying to gain status for women. And I'm not trying to gain status for women. I'm trying to gain. Status okay. What this is where this is where the big difference is. I don't try to gain status to get a free meal or to get on TV or to get a bunch of YouTube followers or to get a bunch of women. I'm just that's not what they talk about. By the the, way, the the women are a big
1: part, are a big component in what they discuss because they do want to help men attract women. Who's they? Who you talking about? They, Myron, for instance. Oh, yeah, Myron does say build your status. Don't prioritize women. So he does say that, but yeah, they, it is geared towards dating and
0: relationships. I don't, I don't, but I, I don't put Myron in the pickup artist category at all. Though. He's not, no, he says he yeah. isn't. No, definitely not. Yeah. I don't put him in that category at all. So. Definitely not. It, what the one thing that I, the one thing
1: that the only real thing that I, that I have a hard time understanding from Myron's point is just the taglines. And that's what gets the views. He knows how to push a podcast. Yeah, for sure. They've He's got so a good bomb enough. podcast. Yeah. But when they'll do like, they'll they'll put a thumbnail as a video and say, this uh, this delusional hoe, and they'll have like an arrow pointing to her face. And it's like, damn, bro,
0: like, <sighs> I can't, do that. I, just I can't I do, that do that. I can't do that. Either. I can't yeah, I mean, I mean, do there, that. There, I, I don't have the enemy to do that. When I had, there's a, I have some other guests that I've had on where I like the stuff Vegas Dave says, I can't do that shit. He called, he called out all these cocktail servers that worked at this one nightclub. He just called them horrible names, bro. And I'm like, I can't do that. I can't, but yeah, like there's just, yeah. there are guys that come on Justin Ross Lee when he was on there, some of the shit that he says about people, I had to blend, I had to cut a bunch of stuff out of my interview with him. Oh, what is he, he he was talking. I mean, just a buddy of mine, we were at my friend's table. My friend paid for everything and he's just talking shit about my buddy. And I was just like, bro, I understand that you're making fun of him. And this is like a bit, but this that dude was like nice to you. So I'm not going to fucking put that in my podcast, you know, right. stuff like that. So oh. there's, there's, there's issues like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I I can't do it, and like some of the stuff that Myron says or Fresh say on the show, um, like even if I agree with it, you're right. The way it's delivered, the way it's delivered is just like so cutting. It's Kevin Samuels, you know, recipes. He did the same thing. Oh, you're you're still 40 and ugly, so you have no chance with this dude, right? Um, and so so he did the same thing. The, there were a lot of different view, ways.
1: It's to get it's to get traction, man. It's it's the shock factor. It'll get views because it's good pu- publicity is publicity. I could, I, I can't talk to women like that, man. I can't do it. Yeah, I, I can't, can't talk to women and like I'm,
0: that. And I'm not, and I'm not bashing, but I, but I, too, but,
1: but I again, but, again, but I can't I still do it. agree. Yeah, I still agree. Aside from that, I still agree very much with what uh, what Myron and Fresh talk about. I really do a large percentage of it. And even Kevin Samuels, a lot of what he said, I agreed with. It was yeah. the delivery. It was the delivery. And it's very controversial stuff and people listening to this who follow them would be like oh my god rafi how dare you at the end of the day most people know what they talk about in their subconscious whether you're male or female we know a lot of these things to be true and we're either we're willing to admit them or we're not but it's it's uh like what the whole the thing with single women older women yeah and what they talk about in the the the, the hitting the wall the, the biological clock it's very hard to tell that to a woman. It's very hard to accept such a thing. You, you, you yeah, you really don't is. have to
0: tell. You really don't have to tell them, them. They just the world tells them. That's
1: what I found. I think the world used to tell them a lot more. I think that nowadays they're right. Nowadays, like what Myron talks about, these guys talk about is because of all the social media, a woman who's forty with a kid doesn't mean she doesn't deserve love, but she's getting attention that she misconstrues. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. yeah. Hold on. So let me, let me, let me, let me go into this a little more for people that don't hear what I'm saying. Cause I know you get it is you'll have a 40 year old girl. She might, she might be beautiful, but a younger guy in their twenties, early thirties, most of them are not looking to take on a kid and an older woman, 10 years older. They're looking at her from a casual point of view. Yeah. So because she's longing for love, she really wants to find something long-term she will latch on to this 28 year old or 30 year old, really good looking guy who's nice, who's respectful, who's doing well for himself. And she'll hope that something comes of it. But because she gets this younger guy giving her attention altogether, she now has a false expectation that she can now go for ten men that are 10 years younger on a constant and something long-term will come out of it. The reality is that most guys, especially if they have their shit together, if they're good looking, if they're in shape, they're going to want women younger. They're going to want women with more time on the clock. If they have the options, they're going to take them. You even have mm-hmm. men their age, men in their fifties, men in their sixties, even if they're attractive and they have money, they're most likely going to want a woman a lot younger. So yeah, women in that position have a tough, and I think that there is a, sometimes a bit of a delusion where they, they think that they have more options than they do. Okay. So, sh- so,
0: oh, okay, go ahead. It's, yeah. It's, it's hard
1: to say like, it, it sounds shitty because it is, it's, un- it's okay. not fair, but I think that's, yeah, I think that's right. the
0: reality. So, I, when I hear the controversial stuff they say on the show, right. my thought is for the relationships they're looking for, they're 100% correct, but they're not, that's not for everyone. For that's sure. The, but the, I think and, and 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 there should be no acrimony towards them for wanting a man to lead. And there should be no acrimony from them for finding a relationship where somebody else does not want to lead. Personally, what am I going to do in my relationship? I'm probably going to lead. That's just me. That but I just, because I'm a libertarian in, in life, I'm a libertarian. I believe, I, I went and join the U S military to protect everyone else's right to express themselves and to not mm-hmm. hate somebody because they don't agree with what I believe. That's just where I'm different. And maybe because of that, my YouTube videos are less interesting because I, I don't really have any, I don't, I don't have uh, opinions anymore, bro. I just see YouTube segment. I, I told uh, CJ sparks is one of my best friends. Uh, she, we were joking about this cause she has a podcast and I have a podcast and we have the same guests on all the time. And, um, and we, I was saying, I was saying, CJ, I don't have opinions anymore. I just have podcast segments. And she's like, Yeah, I feel the same way. She's like, I don't. It's just like anytime I get in an argument with somebody, I was like, Let's get you on a podcast. Let's talk about this on a podcast. It's, it's great. All I yeah, dude. Yeah.
1: I, the debates are where it's at, though. The controversy is what makes the this topic so so large. Yeah. I, I think, think oh, but, but but here's the thing, real quick. If you, what were you gonna say? Oh, I got to go here in a little bit. I got to get to. The okay, airport. but I'll, so we'll wrap this up quick. The um, they talk about generalities, though, dude. Like they, yep. they make that very clear. They talk about general, the general populace would probably prefer to have a man leading and a woman following, so to speak. Doesn't mean that you know, I think people misconstrue. There's they're equal. They're just as good. I think there's there's a dynamic.
0: Well, um, they, they, they don't believe men and women are equal. They, they have very, very explicitly stated they don't think men are equal. I think men and women are equal. I just don't think they're the same. But but Myron I think they, because speech.
1: I also think that they use equal wrong. I think they say they, they say that he said that they're the same. Whatever. Listen, what do they really believe under the table could be different than what they say? Mm-hmm. But uh, I think they have a lot of value. People have to understand it. But that all, all in all, dude, thank you for coming on the show. I, I would have loved to have a much longer discussion if we were sitting, you know, having a smoke, whatever it is. You know, I definitely look forward to that. Hope uh, if you're in. Oh, Miami, just,
0: just come to Babies and Toilet on Saturday. What's up? Just come to Babies and Toilet on Saturday. I'm hosting, I'm hosting a a charity in Miami on South beach on Saturday with, with 300 girls. (laughs) That's wild. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. So so it's an all white party and I'm, I'm, I've got 300 girls coming. Yeah. A bunch of my clients are coming. I I think there's probably like maybe 50, 60 guys coming. Wow. Dude. Damn. Okay. All right. That sounds good. I like, so, listen, yeah. man, I, I don't disagree with some of the stuff you're saying. I would just rather live this life. I like six to one ratio. That's just me. Bro, you, you're I'm living like, the you, life. Man. You, I, I wanted call, to go into, by the way, I buddy, wanted to go on. into, yeah, I want to, oh, there's so much more I wanted to talk about. We'll, it, we'll talk about it when we meet. Well, we can. I got to go pick somebody from everyone. Dude, if you, dude uh, you gotta do? If, if you guys want the six to one ratio, please uh, go to moamentoring.com and you guys can learn more. Like, I know a lot of people are going to have a lot of, uh, difficulty, especially one of the things I got to do is tone down some of the stuff I post because the stuff I post is so unreal. It seems so unrealistic for so many guys. But then when I show my testimonials with my clients, they're like, oh, wow, this is real. This is really happening. It's very hard for people to deal with. I have one client who's like 4'11", and he's like surrounded by women all the time because he just follows 4'11". Directions. He just follows direct, he just does what I ask him. And he does exactly what I say and it works out. Because what everything I do, rule number one, we don't listen to the words, but rule number two is all human behavior can be explained through evolutionary psychology. So we use evolutionary psychology in order to develop what it is that we do. Because evolutionary psychology is ubiquitous amongst all homo sapiens. We don't do things that are based on fads or behaviorism or Freud or Jung or any of that stuff. We, we stick to Dr. David Buss and, and Margo Wilson and, and Leah Cosmetes and, and Steven Pinker. We, stay, we stick to stuff that is testable and provable. And when you do that, you find out what human motivation actually is as opposed to what you want it to be. We are a bunch of hairless murder apes. Sorry, that's the truth, right? But if you're willing to accept that that's what we are, then you'll find you're gonna have a lot more success with business, a lot more success with marketing, a lot more success when it comes to uh, networking, a lot more success with dating. When you, because uh, I would rather know the truth. I would, it's time, it's time to tell, it's time to let you guys know Santa Claus isn't real. And if you're ready to learn that Santa Claus isn't real and you actually do want to come with me to the Playboy Mansion, like literally the Playboy Mansion, like on Charing Cross in Bel Air, that Playboy Mansion, if you actually do want to come with me to that, uh, because I work for Playboy now, I'm I'm hosting their bikini competition, then join join me, come this way. But it is a long, it is, it's not a long journey. The first 90 days are going to be like pretty dramatic changes, but it's going to take about a year to get through the entire program.
1: Very interesting. Yeah. So guys, whoever's interested, to check it out. I'm going to post all of your links in social media so people can check it out. So yeah, Mike, thank you so much for coming. I'm looking forward to to meeting in person. Okay. And I hope I hope you enjoyed, man. I I yeah, I very much go, enjoyed the dialogue.
0: Go my go my IG story. The link to uh uh to babes and Toyland is up there. Just come to Babes and Toilet. Come to Babe's and Toyland on Saturday.
1: Sounds good. Yeah, do no right, I'll do it. All right,
0: man. Talk to you soon, man. We'll talk. Absolutely. Right, bye. bye Take care. Bye-bye.